Welcome to Let's Admit It, a college admissions podcast hosted by the Boise Bible College Admissions Department. Here, we aim to answer the spoken and unspoken questions of high school students and parents who are looking to learn more about a Christian college experience. You can learn more about Boise Bible College at www.boisebible.edu. Thank you for listening. Hello. Hey, uh, my name is Michael Gritton. I am the host of the Let's Admit It podcast, which is what you're listening to right now. Um, hey, so uh, for this summer, last couple months, and for the next month or so, we have been going through um, alongside the um, Boise Bible College podcast. Uh, blog. Um, we've been covering a variety of different things, and I've been trying my best to, um, you know, these things are specifically in reference to the preparation of a high school student or a non-traditional student who is making their way into college, whether that is at Boise Bible College or somewhere else. Um, I've tried my best to um, make that as applicable as possible to um, any context um, regardless of whether it's college-centered or not, uh, because I think a lot of what college is about is applicable to life in general. Um, now, having said that, um, something that we're going to be talking about today specifically is about the um, how to have a good first year of college. Obviously, that is pretty specific to a specific audience. Um, it's an important conversation, and I think there are some elements that can be applied to contexts outside of college. Um, and so I would encourage you that if you're not someone who is approaching um, a transition into higher education, um, I would encourage you to listen to this and to glean from it what you can and let it apply to your life in whatever ways um, it can. And so um, having said that, we're going to dive right in. Um, once again, this um, season of the podcast is walking hand in hand with um, the Boise Bible College blog. Um, and so many of the things I'm going to be talking about today specifically um, are about um, um, are in line with what the blog post has to say. And so I would encourage you to go over there and check that out as well. Um, but um, so today we're talking about um, the first year of college and how to have a good one. Now, recently I did a podcast on what um, what your what living on campus is like. Many of the things that I talked about in that are um, applicable whether you're on campus or off. And so I would encourage you to to go listen to that, get some insight on on what um, the first year is like. But I want to talk today about how specifically to have a good first year of college. Um, I remember very, very well my first year being very intimidated. Um, I, I grew up in a very small town. My graduating class was about 49 people. Um, and so moving to Boise, um, and especially moving to Boise without my parents around, um, without any family members around, um, I was you know doing this kind of solo. Um, was intimidating. At the time, in retrospect, it worked out about as well as it possibly could have, um, but it was intimidating. And so <clears throat> I want to acknowledge that sometimes that transition can be scary. Um, 
but it doesn't have to be um, overly intimidating. It doesn't have to be con- all-consuming in a way that you're not able to see past the maybe the anxieties and see the opportunity for fun and for lifelong memories and friendships and that sort of thing. Um, and so what I want to do today is give you um, three steps um, to prepare for, um, you know, to prepare you and to, to um, I don't want to necessarily say guide you, but something like that um, through your first year of college to make it as good as possible and to make it as um, not intimidating as possible. And so um, all of these are pulled directly from the blog, but um, the first thing that I would encourage you to do is get organized. Um, you know, don't be ashamed if uh, there's if organization isn't necessarily one of your strong suits. I know for me personally, I've tried numerous times in my life to get organized, um, whether that's uh, with like a paper planner um, or with different apps on my phone. Um, I've tried many different ways. I've found something that works for me, which is an app on my phone because I, you know, I tell myself that paper planners are best and maybe they are, but man, it's just, it's hard to keep up to date on them. So I have some, um, uh, a homework app that will keep me up to date on what's due, um, what kind of reading I need to get done, that sort of thing. So whatever that is for you, find it. Um, my, I, I learned to get organized, um, through fire, um, I, I have told this story before, but I was put on academic probation my after my first semester um, because I was not organized. And I went into college expecting it to be similar to high school in the sense that, yeah, you can skip a number of the assignments and you're going to be fine. Um, you're not going to be fine if you just wholesale don't do assignments. Um, and so I had to learn this, um, what you could call the hard way. Um, but yeah, find something that works for you to keep your schedule organized and then commit to that. Um, I would encourage you that if you're listening to this now, start researching this now. Um, try to find something that works for you before you get here, before you get to college period, um, so that you have time to get used to it. And then once you actually get here, you're able to hit the ground running as opposed to spending the first month or two kind of spinning your tires, trying to find traction. So um, encouragement number one, get organized. Um, find something that um, is able to keep your, your daily, your weekly, your monthly, your semester um, schedule in order so that you're not blindsided by stuff and you're able to actually put in the, the work and the effort to, to put in um, quality assignments uh, so that you can keep your grades up. Um, the next thing, similar to it and kind of in line with what I'm talking about here, um, is plan ahead. You know, once you're, once you've got all of this stuff scheduled and, you know, when I say plan ahead, it's easy to just hear, you know, plan ahead your assignments. You know, if you know that you've got a seven page paper and you know, it's going to take you a couple of weeks, plan ahead the date where you're going to start working on that paper so that you have time to really let it marinate. That's a good idea, but it's also not necessarily what I'm talking about. Um, one of the most, you know, 
crucial things about college, work, life in general um, is balance. Um, being able to balance work and home life or school and home life. Um, you need to be able to find a balance so that you're not working yourself um, to the point where you're so burnt out that you just give up. Um, and so when I'm talking about planning ahead, I am specifically referring to plan the times where you're not going to be working. Um, in, uh, you know, in Christian theology, we have this thing, well, it's, it's, there are several thought, uh, belief systems that incorporate this, but, um, in, in Christianity and in Judaism and in Hebrew theology, um, we call it a Sabbath um, which to um, dramatic to, to give the theology of Sabbath um, much less time than it deserves, I will summarize it by saying this. Um, it is a divinely or, ordered day off. Um, I think the Lord created us with a need to stop and breathe and let our bodies rest. Um, you know, whether you, you know, whether you are, um, a full-time student or a full-time parent plus full-time job or whatever you are, you need some time where you're not working, where you're able to pursue your own interests, where you're able to get a nap in. Um, we all need that time. And so when I say plan ahead, I am specifically referring to those things. You know, have your system, be organized, have an app or a booklet or whatever it is to, to help you um, get everything in order and in line and scheduled out and whatnot, but also bake into that schedule time where you're not working. Um, whenever I give a campus tour, the moment that we walk into the chapel, I mention that um, you know, we're Boise Bible College, we care about the academics of, of school and whatnot, but we're also a Bible college. And so, you know, we go into this chapel and it's an opportunity to, just for a little while, stop worrying about which assignment is due, do I have a memory verse to work on, how much reading do I have to get done before tomorrow, all that stuff, and just be a part of a community of faith. Um, that is a micro example a microcosm of what I'm talking about. Make sure that you're giving yourself the time to relax and to just, just breathe, just exhale for a little while. It's crucial to your, to your physical, to your mental, to your spiritual health. So make sure that you're baking in that time. Um, on the topic of um, physical and you know mental health, um, the next thing that I will men mention is um, sleep and eat healthy. Um, there is, of course, the freshman 15, which is the, the thing of, you know, it, it, it's common for a freshman in college to put on about 15, 20 pounds because, you know, you're, you're in study groups, you're getting a pizza. Um, you're, you, for me, it was the fact that I was kind of reveling in this newfound adulthood and all of a sudden I could go to the store and I could buy whatever I want and there wasn't a mom or a dad <clears throat> standing there telling me that, no, you can't buy this, that, or the other. Um, and so the, the Freshman 15 exists <laughs> as a warning and is sometimes a prophecy. 
Um, I would, I would so, so encourage you to not, um, and it's easy for me to say because I'm on this side of it. Um, but you know, when I was in high school, um, my, my high school was, we wanted to be well known for football, but my high school football team was not very good. Um, I played for two years, which means I played in 16 games. We won one of them. Um, so we were not very good, but we had an incredibly good cross country team. Um, in fact, at last checked, I think we, Soda Springs high school is on its like 17th straight consecutive state, um, title in cross country. Um, so we had just an incredibly good cross country team. And at the head of it was the cross country coach, uh, Jeff Horsley. Um, and I remember going to uh, Mr. Horsley um, <clears throat> my senior year and just asking him like, hey, I've heard about this freshman 15 thing. How do I avoid doing that? Um, I'm not a runner at all. I can, if I'm being chased down by a T-Rex, I can run a mile without stopping. Uh, but besides that, don't really like it too much. Um, and Jeff told me um, that maintenance is a lot easier than startup. Um, it is a lot easier for you to maintain than it is for you to begin. So um, what he meant by that was it's a lot, if you're, if you're asking the question of how do I be healthy, the answer is in the question. The way that you be healthy is you be healthy. Um, part of that is by maintaining a um, healthy diet. Part of that is maintaining um, a healthy amount of exercise every week. Um, and so I would encourage you to do both of those things. Um, you know, there's all kinds of studies that have been done about the, the psychological benefits of eating healthy and exercising and whatnot. But beyond that, it's just an opportunity to have a break um, from school. <clears throat> and anytime you can get um, a break from school, it's a good thing. Um, and then also, and I think this is one of the things that is um, almost toxically glorified about college, and that is sleep deprivation. Um, you know, I feel I almost feel like there is this mentality that if you don't, if you don't pull an all nighter, did you really study? Um, and I just, I just couldn't disagree with that more. Um, you know, sleep is necessary. Um, it's, it's crucial to the human physiology and whatnot. And more than that, consistent sleep is necessary. It's, you know, there, again, there have been studies done that there's no such thing as catching up on sleep. So, um, maintaining a healthy sleep schedule is, um, you should be in like the top five priority list. And if it means that you don't get a full study session in, A, lovingly plan better, um, because that kind of goes back to the, you know, back to the, the first one, which, uh, sorry, the, the second one, plan ahead. Um, but B, you're going to do better on that quiz or test if you get an X, you know, get some more sleep or get a healthy amount of sleep than you would by um, sleep depriving your brain. So um, those are just three three things that I would encourage you um, to have to, to, to do in order to, um, 
to have a good first year of college. You know, get organized, find an organizational app or booklet or process that works for you and then commit to it. Plan ahead, give yourself those opportunities to rest. And then finally, um, sleep, eat, exercise, have a healthy life balance. Um, and that will, that will give you such a good head start into having a good first year of college. Uh, well, one of the things that we do um, in the podcast is we'll have a community question time. Um, one of the things that uh, has been asked, I kind of touched on in a previous podcast, but just to point to it directly is how to build community. Um, you know, on campus, off campus, whatever. There are so many different ways um, that this is one of those things that can kind of, I mean, this could carry a whole conversation on its back. Um, so A, I would encourage you to go back and listen to, I believe it was the um, the non-traditional community building episode recently. Um, I talked about this, but one of the easiest ways to build community is through committees. Um, I, I liken... Um, committees to church small groups in the sense that they're an opportunity for you to um, to have a group <clears throat> that that you're a part of that isn't just the sea of faces at college um, and so I would really encourage you to um, at Boise Bible College at whatever college you're attending to find out what committees are available and then sign up for one of them. Um, sign up for something that is in line with your interests and then commit to that. Um, maybe for a semester, maybe for a year, give yourself a commitment time frame, and then give yourself to that committee um, and see what kind of community sprouts from that. It can be really incredible to see because some of the the dearest friends that I have, um, I met in one of those committees. So that is my my quick and easy um, how-to guide for <laughs> building community in a college setting. So um, that is all the time that we have for today, folks. So um, thank you as always for joining us and um, have a great week. I look forward to hearing from you again. God bless. 